how are we doing? And welcome to the dedicated Transform Your Body, Mind and Life podcast. This week we're going to be talking about common mistakes whilst going away. So the last few podcasts that we've done, we've done common mistakes with males starting their fitness journey, common mistakes with females, and we've had quite good feedback from people saying they like the top three or top five mistakes for whatever the topic might be. So I thought we'd just continue that uh, going forward. So this week we are going to be speaking about the mistakes that people tend to make before going away, whilst they're away and when they come back. Uh, and they are quite common mistakes to be fair. So starting with number one, people tend to think they can cram extra workouts in before they go away. So I understand why people do that. I've done that myself years ago in the past, but obviously with more experience with, you know, as we get more educated, uh, get more feedback from your body, we sort of learn from our mistakes. So a lot of people think they're going to cram in extra workouts or they are able to cram in extra workouts before they're due to go away. Whether this is going away with work, uh, going away on a holiday, a break, whatever it might be, or going away somewhere where they don't have their normal facilities or their normal capabilities. So an easy way of explaining this is if, if your programming is done correctly and you are already training at your capacity in terms of recovery, um, intensity, etc., what makes you think that you can add extra training days in without knocking that balance? If you were able to train more sessions or if you're able to train more frequently, you'd be doing that before you went away anyway. So always remember, providing your training correctly and you're already on that threshold, you can't just add in extra rest, uh, extra training days. So if anything, you're better taking the rest days or taking the deal or period instead whilst you're away rather than trying to cram in extra workouts. This will affect recovery, this will cause spikes and drops in energy, and it's it's just going to be detrimental. Another mistake we see people making is, I don't want to use the term starving, but pulling calories down very aggressively, trying to essentially bank up calories so that they can be more relaxed whilst they go away. Now, there's nothing wrong with being relaxed going away. That's completely fine. We do this with, with most clients anyway, depending on their circumstance, which we'll get into detail a little bit later on. But what we see happening a lot, and people typically have to make this mistake at least once to realise or to understand, right, okay, this isn't the right right thing to do. And a lot of people do, especially some clients, a lot of people do learn from that first initial mistake. And some people need to make that mistake to learn from it, which is fair enough. Personally, I'm someone like that myself. So a lot of people think that they're essentially buying themselves calories to spend later on. So they think, and I understand why, I understand their mindset with this, they think they are being smarter with it, which again is fair, it's a fair point to make. But if you look at the bigger picture, what actually happens is you're pulling calories down. Again, if you're at that threshold, if you're on that sweet spot, eating any less or trying to burn any more, just like with your training, is only gonna be detrimental. And where people try and save that small slip up, they actually end up creating a bigger one. Also, whilst you are hungry, you're more likely to have more cravings. You are more likely to make poorer food choices. So, for example, we see this sometimes where people have got a relaxed meal coming up. They try or they think it's beneficial to miss out the odd meal here and there beforehand or to not eat so that they can have a bigger relaxed meal. All that happens is their eyes want more than their stomach can take. They make stupid food choices or order way too much or make way too much. And you're left with one or two options. Either waste it and you, you just waste a lot of food and money. Or option two, and I know a lot of people like this. I used to be like this myself. They won't want to waste food, so they'll eat it on principle. 
past the point of them being comfortably full to the point of where there's some serious discomfort and probably some digestion issues and you'll probably be sitting on the toilet for the next few days as well. It's just not worth it. Eat as normal. It's actually smarter to, to eat up to the point that you're going away or having that small break, even with relaxed meals. So my relaxed meals are typically on a Friday evening and I'll still eat my normal meals up until the point I'm due to have my relaxed meals. So I won't be full. I'll still have a little bit of space for that relaxed meal, but I won't make stupid decisions because I'll be relatively satisfied and satiated versus someone who has sort of tried to hold back calories or, or create space. They will make far poorer choices. Number three is not having some sort of plan or putting some form of uh, parameters in place. This does help with damage control, whether this be with food, training, cardio, on any capacity. So a lot of people have this all or nothing attitude where they think just because they can't follow the plan that they currently have 100%, it's almost like they throw the toys out the pram and have this fuck it attitude is what I like to call it. In reality, most of these people haven't tried any form of damage control and once they try damage control once, even if it's at a low capacity, they'll be surprised at how much they can still progress even at, even at a lower capacity. Having an all or nothing attitude used to be something I used to swear by when I was a lot younger, years ago now. But you, again, we learn from experience through education that an all or nothing attitude is not a good thing to have. It's better to be adaptable. So just because someone's used to training five times a week in a, in a proper gym and they can use like proper cardio equipment, they can weigh themselves, they can weigh their food and everything else and they can get proper sleep and you know, have their routine. Just because someone goes away, whether it's a break or they're staying at a hotel with work, whatever it might be, even if they have to train banded and body weight, a lot of people, sometimes mainly males as well, from an ego point of view or a stubbornness point of view, which we see sometimes, they don't want to train banded and body weight or they don't like the idea purely because they think it's not going to be as beneficial. People think if they can't weigh their meals out that they essentially, it's, it's not worth doing. Whereas you can still visually... You can still visually visually gauge food. You can still pre-weigh certain things before you go, i.e. You know, nuts, uh, whey protein, certain dry foods. Even cardio, you don't need a Stairmaster to get your cardio in. We can always drop down to steps or indirect cardio, i.e. You know, 20 minutes of or half an hour of walking throughout the day, whatever it might be. Obviously, every, every person and their scenario is going to be specific to them and their goals also got to take into account the pre and post break so the time leading up to the break which you can have full adherence as normal you don't push down any harder you don't pull back anymore and post you may need a day or two to adjust so typically we get into rest day food rest day routine rest day cardio before going back into training days just to allow that routine to come back in want to make sure we've got food stocked you know the typically the things that you'd normally buy anyway just ready in the fridge it doesn't have to be cooked but just there it's very easy especially with the holiday blues to come back and one day becomes two becomes three before you, you sort of get back into that routine and I, I promise you now it's a lot easier to claw back any calories lost from or eating a little bit here and there than it is to try and get your routine back having some form of routine and schedule in place is going to be far better and far far more beneficial for you so even if you have to knock a few training days down but you're still able to train banding and body weight you know bands take up no space in your in your suitcase in your bag in your car some clients even take basic weights I'm not saying you have to do that but a set of resistance bands is more than enough along with your body weight you don't have to take weighing scales but if you wanted to 10 pounds set of scales on amazon take up no space 
Most of our clients are at the position now where they can visually gauge their meals and still progress whilst away without weighing a single thing. Cardio, again, a basic Apple phone, so a basic iPhone will, will do a, a step count. Yeah, it might not be the most accurate, it might not be the most inconsistent, but there's consistency within that. In, there's consistency within that inconsistency, so it's still enough to get a rough guideline. And again, these these are forms of damage control. You know, rather than having an all or nothing attitude, which is a hundred percent or zero percent attitude, your nutrition could be eighty percent, your training could be seventy percent, your cardio could be seventy percent. You add all these percentiles up together, you're still in a better position than if you were to do nothing and have a full blowout. So having parameters, even at a relaxed state, will, will ultimately help. Good example of this is lockdown. We had 70 to 72 clients working with bands and body weight during lockdown, and they were so surprised at how well they could progress. And yeah, they're not in a gym lifting heavy weight, but we can manipulate certain things. We can, we can manipulate tension on the muscle. Your muscle doesn't know weight, it knows tension, and that can be manipulated. So never think that doing a lesser form of something is pointless, because it's better than nothing. That, like I said before, that goes for cardio, that goes for food, that goes for rest and recovery, that goes for your training. Always have them parameters in place um, because loss of routine is, is the worst thing. I genuinely say this to all my clients. Calories are less of a concern than a loss of routine because it can take a while to get that routine back. Whereas the calories, you know, any extra calories, whether it's, you know, a couple extra calories here and there whilst you're being away, which is fair enough, they are easy to claw back. And that's nothing to worry about, providing we've had some form of damage control. A lot of this is gen genuinely a mindset game, because if you're worried and if you have this all or nothing attitude, you probably have the same mindset with scale weight. And you have to expect whilst you go away, especially with the traveling, especially with the different types of food, probably more fluid. If it's a warmer country, you know, eating a touch more here and there, there's going to be fluctuations in both your, your weight and your waist. You may hold a little bit of water retention. You may feel a bit bloated. That doesn't mean you put masses of fat on. Most of it will be water retention. Most of it will flush out your system in, in no time. You know, with males, typically two to three days. With females, five to seven days. There's no need to rush the process. It is what it is. It's not fat gain. It's just something that naturally comes off. So that's another thing that you need to disattach from. A, a lot of these things, whether it's sort of starving yourself in advance, whether it's trying to cram in extra uh, training days, whether it's having an all or nothing attitude, it's all, they're all personality traits. They're all... It's all a form of mindset and, and this itself can be trained. This is more important than the training itself. This is more important than the nutrition. Having that mindset, being able to disattach from what you think is right and wrong or what you think you know in certain aspects. And if you have a coach, trust in, trust in that coach, providing they're not an absolute shit out. Um, but a lot of it, a lot of the mistakes that people make, a lot of the, the things that people do to put themselves in a downward spiral ultimately start from an emotional response or reaction to something based on their mindset so that's one of the reasons why we we work very heavily on people's mindsets because you know it's not just a case of here's your training plan here's your diet plan off on your bike there you go you know training i've said this before a training plan a diet plan isn't worth paper if you don't have the the discipline or the mindset the sort of mental fortitude to be able to to follow it or to be honest and and tell us when changes are needed you know we, we make a point when clients go away like i said everyone's scenario is going to be different Someone going away for a night in the lakes in a tent is different to someone going away for two weeks on a fitness retreat with access to a gym. You know, so we need to know the, the length of time, you know, what the facilities are, how much time you may have, how much time you want to commit, you know, how many relaxed meals we want to put in place. And we do give a lot of relaxed meals out when people go away. 
uh, just to give that extra flexibility so there is some flexibility with the parameters um, you know what kind of break is it is it someone going away on a spa day with the, the partner which genuinely is, is a lot more sensible than a group of lads going away on a stag do you know typically when it's a holiday when it's some sort of spa break or where people are in a bikini or sort of shorts and topless you know people make more of a conscious effort to not go absolutely stupid because they want to look good they want to feel good and let's be honest no one wants to overeat and, and over drink and feel rough and be sat on the toilet for three days straight trying to flush it all out your system so damage control plays a big part in, in what we do so like i said before this is very specific to the individual based on their personality traits their triggers their goals where they currently are you know are they growing are they, are they peeling back how long the break is what type of break it is the facilities they have available so we can't cover all the bases on this on this podcast but Hopefully this has given a few lightable moments from a, a general point of view. But if there is anything specific, i.e. someone's going away, someone's got a break coming up, someone's got a holiday coming up, then feel free to give us a message and we'll, we'll happily go into a bit of detail for you specifically and, and try and put a plan in place. This also sort of overlaps with, obviously Christmas is coming soon. Uh, we'll do another podcast closer to the time about how you can still progress, if not maintain, through Christmas by having some parameters put in place.